Are you tired of hearing, I built a six-figure business in six months? Here's how I did it. Yeah, me too. I'm a money coach, a wife, and a mom. I know money, but I'm still a bit fuzzy on how to build a business online. Come along for the ride while I try and figure it out. I'm Jen Patterson, and I'm in the trenches. This week, I tell you my story. How did I get here? Why the fuck did I start a podcast? Welcome to In the Trenches. So, how did I get here? Well, it all started a very long time ago, after I graduated from university. I looked around and realized that it was time to be a grown-up and get a job. I had this fantastic degree, I had a lot of knowledge, and I was really excited to put it into place. So I started interviewing with anyone who would spend time with me. And I landed at a financial planning firm where the connection had come from my father, and I didn't really know anything about financial planning, but I liked money. I liked investing, so this seemed like a good fit. The question was, how the fuck do I build a business? How the fuck do I get people to take me seriously? I was 25, a woman in an industry that was predominantly men with gray hair and a three-piece suit. Didn't really fit in. So I had to figure out how I was going to get a client base and how I was going to get people to not just see me as some silly little girl with an idea. I ended up connecting with a realtor and we had the idea to do seminars, which was not a new idea at all. However, I came up with the fantastic name of Dollar Divas one day while I was in the shower. So Dollar Divas was born. And Dollar Divas, at that point, was dedicated to educating women on money because both my partner and I had had limited exposure to financial education that wasn't just our dads or white dudes in suits. So we wanted to give an option for women that was more accessible and wasn't colored by the white guy in a suit lens. So that's what we did. We did that very successfully for a lot of years. We put on discussion groups. We put on fantastic seminars. We had guest speakers. We built up a really fantastic following. In a small city, we became very well known as people who gave a crap and weren't just out to make a sale and really genuinely wanted to teach people how to be better with money. And the nice little byproduct of that was that we built a business. We built up our client base and we're actually bringing in some money. We had thriving practices and we looked at each other one day and said to ourselves, I wonder if other people in our industries would pay to do the same thing for us to teach them how we did what we did. And so we tried that 
<laughs> we tried to franchise the Dollar Divas model. And we did that very unsuccessfully for about three to five years. Um, it did not go well. It really did not go well. We learned that when people were paying us to help them bring in clients, there was this kind of stench of desperation when they were giving the seminars that turned people off. They did not have the success that we had. They did not bring in any clients. I don't think anyone brought in any clients from our franchise models. It was very tough to get people to sign on because most of them thought, why would I pay you when I can just do this myself? And all they were paying for was really the name. And, you know, that wasn't valuable enough. So we had spent a lot of time, a lot of hours, and a lot of dollars, like a shit ton of dollars, trying to make this work. And it didn't. It was a big, fat failure. So by this point, I had left the financial planning world because... With the way that licensing works uh, here in Canada is that if you are a licensed financial planner, you can't do anything else. You are not allowed to have any outside business activities because it's seen as a conflict of interest. I have opinions about that, but I won't bore you with them today. Now, I didn't have a financial planning practice. I didn't really want to go back to that because I feel like the industry itself is somewhat broken. It's based on a commission model and you don't get paid unless your client either invests a significant amount of money or buys very expensive insurance. And sometimes they need that stuff and that's great. And when that works, then fantastic. But not everybody either has big chunks of money to invest or, you know, needs to buy a huge giant insurance policy. So, you know, I didn't, love working in that industry. And I'm not saying that all insurance agents are bad or that all investment advisors are bad because they're not. That's not the case. There's some really amazing people who work in that industry and they figured out a way to work around the ridiculous pay structure. However, it just never felt right for me. The question that I kept asking myself was now what? What do I do with myself now that this franchise model is not going anywhere and I'm just floundering in my career. So I went kind of back to the drawing board and I went back and looked at what aspects of my job previously I had really loved to do. And it came down to, I loved talking to people about their money. I loved helping people figure out how to be good with money. I loved that aha moment when something finally clicked. And so where did that leave me? I realized I wanted to be a financial coach. This is what was next in my career. This is where I needed to be. This is the job that I needed to be doing. Now, how do I do that? I did not know how to build a business as a financial coach. So I had some babies. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. I don't know what I'm doing in business, so I'll just, you know, go be a mom. And, I mean, it wasn't really that way. That isn't exactly how it went down. But looking back on it, that's kind of the way it feels. I started my family. I had my daughter in 2017. After she was about six or eight months old, I started back trying to make the financial coaching thing work. 
and I started to get some traction. I brought in a tiny bit of money and developed a group coaching program that I offered for free to try and kind of figure that out. And I attempted more than one online course that didn't really go anywhere. And I spent some more money on a course on how to build courses. That wasn't a great investment either. Then in April of 2019, I was pregnant with my son. And my husband came to me and said, I think we should sell our house and move. Because we have an opportunity to purchase a standalone single family house as opposed to the townhouse that we were living in. And I think we should take it. So at that point, it was almost like somebody put my life in a blender, took the lid off and then hit puree. Being very pregnant at the time, and I am not a happy pregnant person. I get very big very quickly when I am pregnant. And it makes me very, very uncomfortable. I get intense back pain and I get very, very tired growing tiny humans. So adding in selling my house (laughs) to my workload pretty much put work so far on the back burner that I didn't even acknowledge it for the better part of the rest of 2019. Um, I think I managed to pay my visa bill once a month and that was the extent of what I could manage uh, in terms of my work. So we put our house on the market Uh, which was really cute given that my husband was traveling a lot and my daughter was two and a half and I had a 60 pound, very aggressive, uh, neurotic dog to deal with on top of all of that. Thankfully, my mom happened to work for a home stager for five years. And so she was brilliant and knew exactly what we needed to do to get our house ready for sale. And they lived only 12 minutes from us. So we actually moved in with them for the better part of the summer of 2019. And it was, it was chaos. It really was chaos. And we finally moved into our house three weeks before I gave birth and had my son. And then come January, I was just thinking, okay, it's time. Let's get back to work. I really want to make this work. I had reached out to a person in town here who has a thriving financial planning practice. And I've known for years in kind of a parallel way, said to her that I really wanted to get back to work. I really wanted to kind of get back into kind of the financial world. And she jumped on having me join her team. And I said to her very point blank, I am not interested in getting licensed. I do not want to be an advisor. I want to work in more of a coaching capacity. And she thought that was fantastic. And we were just kind of getting going. We'd had our first team meeting and then COVID-19 hit. (laughs) I'm not even joking, you guys. It's literally been like chaos, chaos, chaos. Oh, and I completely skipped over the whole my house flooded and we found termites thing. That's a whole other story for another day. So now here I am in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, the very, very beginnings of a new partnership trying to make a business work. Why do a podcast? 
why put my life out there in such a way that, you know, people are going to see behind the curtain and, and maybe they're going to think that I am a little bit ridiculous. But here's the way I look at it. I've been listening to podcasts for years. I discovered them when my daughter was born in the parenting podcast genre. Um, and I loved listening to other moms talk about their lives as moms. I really related to a lot of them. And I really loved hearing that I wasn't the only one in this boat and I was not alone and that it was really hard. And so I started looking into business podcasts because I thought, well, the parenting ones are so fantastic. Then the business ones must, there must be business ones out there. And there are, there are tons of them and they're fantastic. But I started to notice a trend. A lot of the business podcasts that I listened to were people who had successfully built businesses and then were telling the story of how they did it or giving advice on how other people could do it. And I sort of missed that relatable factor that, hey, we're all in it together. You're doing a good job. This is really hard factor. And so I really started to look, where are the people who are building their business, who are not already there, who haven't made it. And I couldn't find them. I couldn't find people who had already, who are, who hadn't already made it, who were still trying to figure it out. And so after a lot of humming and hawing and dragging my feet, I just decided in amongst a crazy pandemic to start a podcast. Yeah, I got nothing else better to do, apparently. So In the Trenches was born. And so here I am. I'm going to be sharing my journey building my business with all of you. I want you guys to hear the good, the bad, the hilarious, the less hilarious. I'm still learning. I don't necessarily know what I'm doing. I still have debt from the Della Divas franchise failure. I've got a three-year-old and a six-month-old and so that always creates chaos in my life. And I'm going to make mistakes. So, you know, I hope that you come along with me. I hope that you can relate to some of the things that I am going through. And I hope that in some way that you share what's going on in your life and your business with me as well. I'd love to know that I am not alone out here and I want you to know that you're not alone and that you are doing a good job and it is really hard. Building a business online is not an easy thing to do. So stick around. I'm going to be sharing in the coming weeks and months what I'm doing to build my business, what strategies I'm using and what's going well and what's not. I'm going to be bringing on some really awesome guests. I've got you know, everything from psychologists to coaches and marriage experts and business experts and people who are just like you and me who are still in the building phases. Come find us on Facebook. You can find us at In the Trenches podcast group. Share your wins. Share your lows. Share the strategies that you're using. Come talk to other people who are in the same boat. I am so excited to share my life in the trenches with you. Stick around. It's going to be a wild ride. 
I'd like to thank my ever-supportive husband and kiddos for being such amazing cheerleaders, my business partners for letting me broadcast my crazy life to the world, and of course you for listening. If you want to work with me, and of course I think you should, you can find out more about my coaching packages at dollardivas.org. To learn more about the show, or to apply to be a guest, please go to dollardivas.org slash in the trenches. If you like what you heard today and want to continue listening to me, please subscribe, download episodes, and leave a review on iTunes. Five stars is nice. You can also consider becoming a sponsor. If you want to join the In the Trenches community, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Please see the show notes for more information.